Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, wherein two early 40s curmudgeons stare down the prospect of their impending entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno, the founder and senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular, uh, talking to you straight from San Francisco, California. And joining me today, as every time we do this show, straight from New York City, New York, New York, the city so nice they made there twice, Please welcome filmmaker extraordinaire from Emperor Caesar Enterprises, Bill Scurry. Happy non-Jewish New Year to you, Noah. Can we still say Happy New Year? Yeah, we can. It's, especially it's now January. That, it's January fifth today. People, the, just the, so you know, the uh, Gentiles have finally got one away from you guys. We we have our own New Year finally. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, the after, Christians after five thousand years of, of yeah. Jewish New Year. Yes. Exactly. Today, uh, again, something slightly different from what we normally talk about. We are talking about the phenomenon of the new millennium. We are talking about e-cigarettes, the device that facilitates the habit, the activity commonly known as vaping. What are e-cigarettes? What is vaping? Well, the e-cigarette was a device uh, created for the most part by the Chinese early in this millennium. It is an electronic device whereby people can smoke nicotine products uh, that have been formed into a liquid. And vaping is a process because what results in, instead of smoke, uh, results in vapor. A lot of the reason people vape is as an attempt to quit smoking. The idea is it weans you off nicotine. Though it is important to note that the jury is still out on the health effects of vaping. And yes, uh, delving into this a little, I had some of my illusions shattered. I thought vaping was mainly a weed thing. I thought most people who had vape pens were filling it with some kind of tincture that contains uh, some form of cannabis preparation. But apparently those are a lot rarer. When I asked at the vape shop, they told me they only had two uh, vape pens that could handle cannabis. And of course, they didn't sell the liquids there, although you can get those liquids at a dispensary and soon a legal weed shop uh, here in San Francisco. Bill, uh, with the proviso that neither of us are smokers, and I don't believe you were ever really a smoker, and at my peak, I was a pack a month. No shit, so, I actually didn't know that. Oh yeah, totally. A pack a month, my friend. Uh, what do you think of vaping? You know, I suggested this just because it seems so obvious. Like, what, what, what is another douchebag thing that we could do? <laughs> that we, we just love engaging in this shit. Uh, you yeah. Know, it, it, I, like, in future episodes, I want to go out into the street with leggings and a scarf and enjoy Starbucks. And I want to do a whole report on that. Right. See, see we got to have photos of that on our uh, on I would definitely, yeah. By the way, yeah. yeah, if you check social media, I put photos of me vaping up. There's some some. GIF images on on the the Twitter feed of of me vaping. This is not for me. I I don't smoke anything other than I would say one Cuban a year if I'm in someplace exotic. They turn you green. Cigars are just thick and they're disgusting. But I do enjoy the ritual of it. I hadn't had a cigarette, Jesus, I would say since I lived in North Carolina. Tell the layman at home, North Carolina, when was that? That was, I would say, 99 to 2001. Yeah. Okay. Long time ago. And they were just social cigarettes, just to commune with a guy who uh, he'd go down to the loading dock of the newspaper I worked at, and I would bullshit with him just, just for the sake of going down there and uh, learning at his at his, uh, at his his knee. I, I would bum a cigarette off him just as a social thing. Learning at his knee. Great yes. Great image. All right, it. go ahead. Yeah, I bought, the, I bought the blue pen, which is the first instrument, the, the just the single non-refillable, disposable $10 thing. I went to the, the tobacco shop here downtown in Manhattan, and I said, I just, you know, can you tell me what you got? 
lot and the guy started off with the cheap things and he was just trying to make it seem like oh but you probably want to get off of a pack a day habit and so there's this stuff up here that are like $35 devices that have more of a nicotine thing I'm like nah just give me the $10 deal I'm just going to walk out here you'll never see me again and when I started firing it up it's really accurate I was coughing my face off and I just thought it was going to be more of a weird fruity mix and it had a bitter smoky acridness to it I'm like like as I yeah, feel, but, I feel, but that's probably because you got the cheap one. Yeah, you could be right. You could it's, be right. It's probably the difference between getting like good cigarettes and like the piece of shit ones that like the guy in the subway station rolls for you. I, it was cherry with nicotine in it. I actually opted for the nicotine. I could have just gotten the the you know the straight up sort of fruit punch deal, but I figured, ah, oh, what the fuck? People are putting nicotine in it. It was like a two percent nicotine thing in there. I, I said, I want you know, give me the Cadillac of the bullshit version of this anyway. And it was <laughs> it was gross. I mean, there was a little bit of a. Cherry thing but it also tasted like cherry acid air so i don't know i maybe puffed at it taking different like strengths of it into my lungs that like the, the the deeper inhales were like really gag inducing and then the lighter ones were like oh, i didn't feel anything there maybe if i did it more i would understand it but i get no joy from from smoking there's no joy from pulling shit into my lungs and just sort of feeling foggy throated for the rest of the uh the rest right. of the afternoon but it's kind of weird i grew up among smokers my entire family smoked i don't know if you're if your folks did your mom smoke still does she still smokes still does Damn. yep yep and most of my family members actually still smoke too this is this is what you get this is the whole long island suburban thing is that real people fire up marlboros that's that's the birthright yeah. my mom smoked when she was pregnant with me for at least oh no, come on this really is what, this is what life was like in 75 my friend yeah uh, and so, Laura, you should know better. <laughs> but I grew up with secondhand smoke my entire life. The ceiling yeah. in our house was orange; it needed to be repainted. <laughs> it was, in, even in the car, you know, on the driver's side door, there was the little holes where the cigarette burned. Like my oh. mother would hit it with her left hand errantly, and she would uh-huh. put little, little cigarette ash burns in, in the in the upholstery of the car. I had a friend when I was like in middle school. I'm not going to yeah. name names, although I haven't talked to this dude in years. Not even Facebook friends. And he lived with his mom and his brother and that, that was the most disgusting house in the world yeah and it wasn't just that she smoked constantly i mean the house just like looked it was like you were in a haunted house there was just a pallor over it yeah i mean yeah. there was also just like I, like in my memory is like mold and like the dog would shit on the floor yeah they just it always seemed dark and dank uh-huh. and my assumption was it was the smoke and i'm suddenly remembering this she she it's the first time i ever knew these things existed she had installed a sun lamp like mm-hmm. in a window of the kitchen. And I remember the, the, my friend telling me like, well, my mom's got depression issues, so the doctor made her install this. And I'm like, if she's depressed by darkness, why does she live in this fucking, you know, Dracula's tomb? <laughs> like maybe her problem, maybe hire a freaking cleaning lady once every millennium. So yeah, so you grew up around smoke, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, my rebellion actually was not smoking. Um Vaping looks like if you could like sidestep a lot of the disgustingness and the hazards of combustion because a lot of, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the bulk of what's fucked up about smoking is the byproducts of combustion. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the things themselves you're taking in, like what you're doing is you're burning some shit to fill your air, you fill your lungs with nicotine. Um, but if you just like skipped all that shit, just got right to the nicotine. And you cut out the tar and you cut out the formaldehyde and right, right. you know the carbon and the char and, and you just get this like why not just well, like take take that into your lungs? 
it's still bad for you. It's terrible. Yes, it is. But, but it's a lot it's, better. This is, this is why, I mean, I don't know the stats, but presumably this is why, you know, American Spirit or the Hippy Dippy Cigarettes are marginally better and freaking camels because they don't have as many chemicals and additives and the bones of Cambodian children and things like that in them. So <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that came from. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not, the problem isn't just nicotine and tobacco. How do I still smoke, but make it a little more whole foods esque? So what was, what was your experience with the actual smoking? Like did you tell me? So I bought this pod and I've been sucking on it a little. I don't get much out of it. I mean, the fruit flavor is whatever. The ritual doesn't feel like much. I'm being very sparing with it because they said, you know, I have to get it refilled after a week. So at my peak, I smoked probably a pack a month. I genuinely enjoyed it. That being said, I, you know, pack a month, I never, I rarely felt a craving. I never got addicted. When they outlawed smoking in bars and I didn't really have opportunity anymore, I didn't miss it. And then like I had a cigarette a year later when I'm at an outdoor concert and I was flirting with a woman who was smoking and she gave me a cigarette and I just I smoked it and like my body rejected it I'm like what like ugh, this is the worst thing in the world so right. I don't know how much of the enjoyment was my body reacting to the nicotine or it was psychological so much of the reason people smoke particularly so much of the reason people start smoking it's cool I mean not as much as in the 60s or whatever but teenagers like it's rebellion you're not the only one I know who adamantly didn't or, or rarely smoked because he grew up in a household of smokers. I, I, I admit to, to getting some thrill out of that, feeling some value out of that. And I don't get any value out of vaping in that regard. Maybe it's because it doesn't feel like smoking because I'm holding this little credit card thing. Maybe it's because <laughs> maybe it's because I'm 42 years old and you know my need to rebel is less. Maybe it's because for me rebelling is singing 400 karaoke songs in 12 months. Why has this pipe grown in popularity exponentially in the last 15 or so years? Why has vaping caught on so much? I think this is, to me, the meat of the argument. I never I, actually taking this stupid thing into my mouth and coughing on it was always just this sort of novelty. It was more the idea of, well, what does this mean for everybody else? Why is this pop? It's, it's like it's like tuna. Actually, it's, it's different than tuna even because there's no way I was going to continue with this. However, this means a lot, I think, has big implications just because of what smoking has meant to America and the world for so long. I think that it makes people feel like they're getting a leg up on the system. Um, let me tell you this little anecdote. I would say it was 2011. I was, uh, we were doing one of our annual trips to Disney World. We were online for Space Mountain, just right up at the front about to get on the car. All of a sudden I smelled this, uh, I saw this, this, this cloud of vapor in the air and, and it smelled this like almost like pruney, fruity type of flavor. And I'm like, what is that? What is that something Disney's doing? And there was some dude, <laughs> there was some dude in front of me, some like Georgian or South Carolinian dude who was down there with this little walkie-talkie thing I'd never seen before. And I saw him sort of take a hit of it and he, he blew this vapor in the air and it was the first time I'd ever seen uh, a vape pen or an e-cig before. And I was sort of like, wow, okay, so this guy is having his cigarette 
inside Space Mountain. And I'm like, this, I'm actually interacting with the vapor and it's gone. Like it came out of his mouth. Yeah. Within two seconds, I smelled it. And the next second, it was gone. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. this is a fucking it, killer it, app. It dissipates immediately. I mean, there is that. And I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And it's true. Like Disney immediately said, you can't vape indoors because once they get a hold of what's going on, it's like, no, they're, they're going to treat it like smoking. You know, you, you can only do it in the little areas. But I was like, man, you could do this indoors. No one would be the wiser. No, no yeah. shit. Unless you were in a room full of 30 people. This is killer. There's no reason why it shouldn't be popular, especially with... I, here's my question, though. Is there anybody vaping who's not a smoker? You know, that's... I, I'm not saying uh, there, is, there is or isn't. Yeah, I just don't there's know. There's a lot. There's a stat somewhere here. I mean, I think the majority are smokers, and it's certainly marketed, although, the, you know, people don't know for sure if it really does this, as um, a way to, to wean you off smoking. Yeah. You know, the, the FDA is playing catch-up here, as they always do, but... You know, their line is, well, first things first, you know, if you can quit smoking, yes. if you can't quit smoking, use, you know, the the approved nicotine patches and the gum yeah, the and gum, stuff like that. Cetera, yeah. I think their official line on this, which is, uh, yeah, it's better than nothing. I don't know. Anytime people say it's better than nothing, I, I, I'm just I'm just predicting that like in five years, like, oh, yeah, vaping is 10 times worse for you than smoking. Like it's, there's yeah. some. Something about it, 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 it liquefies your spleen or something ridiculous you know, like one that. Of, one of so. the things here, uh, when I, like, by the way, it, it, this is a signifier of the day and age we live in, that there's a document on my desktop that says Bill's Vaping Thoughts, which is not a, not anything <laughs> I ever, I'd ever thought I'd be typing. But here That's going to be your new blog. You're going to write 10,000 <laughs> words a day. But, uh, yeah, speaking of what you just said, apparently uh, some of these um, – Pens contain a substance called diacetyl. Which Great. Is That's, it sounds which is, wonderful. Yeah, yeah it's, it's linked to a condition <laughs> which I did not click the hyperlink on. Oh, uh, yeah. Popcorn lung. Popcorn lung. Yeah. Fun time. I, how did you not click on that? I clicked on that instantly. I wanted to know what it was. I'm like, what? People get popcorn in their lungs? Yeah, no, it, it, it comes from, um, it was first really described in a popcorn factory. Oh, okay. Which is why they call it's... it popcorn lung. No, I I imagine like you you know when you eat popcorn and you, you like the little bits like you cough on them. I'm yeah. picturing like they go down the wrong pipe and the bits of popcorn in your lung. You know the cigarette part is is fascinating and it, it too is a little insidious. I my my hunch and I could be totally wrong is that casual non-smokers. Well, that's not what am I saying? People who are non-smokers like me don't probably casually get into vaping unless they're already smoking. Right. So my impression right. is so long as we're not faced by incontrovertible evidence this seems like it's better than combustion yeah, and the other yeah. part is that yeah if if i feel like the future of it and you know the smartest people among us are pointing it in the direction that you are that this is going for pot and that once pot becomes a huge business a legal business then the vaping of pot will also pick up amongst people who don't right. want us i mean you're, you know like what about an old lady who wants to take this for a glaucoma but doesn't want to start like actually burning something and smoking i mean i think its popularity is I think there's an affectation. I think it's a fad. I think it's a mm -hmm. hot thing. Sure. Um, hey, that's why we're talking about it, you know? Right. I, I, I think most of it is um, that, yeah, people want people who like smoking. or I, I would say a lot of these people, yes, are smokers. I think a lot of them are former smokers, right? Maybe they quit five, ten years ago, and they still have pleasant memories, and this is their way of going back into it but not really going back into it and at least telling themselves it's not as dangerous. And, you know, mm -hmm. it seems to be it isn't as dangerous. I mean, perhaps I'm being cynical here. I put nothing past the tobacco industry. Nothing. I think there are elements of the tobacco industry that are among the most evil people in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, again, I might be missing... There, there might be hardly any link between 
the tobacco industry and whoever are the main movers and shakers behind vaping and e-cigarettes. But I have to wonder if this is an insidious way to get kids to smoke. Or maybe the smarter people in big tobacco are going, fuck it. You know, cigarettes have a, have a fatal PR problem. And if we're going to survive in the future, we got to move into this. That's what that fucking like snoo snooze stuff is. That, that oh yeah uh, the, the yeah the yeah that like you're, you're talking about the the what is it like R J Reynolds is in um, I think it's in Richmond like those old corporate structures are so stiff, inflexible, broken and and ancient that their idea of what you just said getting kids to smoke was by getting these little packs of chew trying to like contemporized chewing tobacco they i think that they completely missed the boat on the vapor and i think they decided to go for chew chaw which you know is is dead as fucking dead you need to be some like 31 year old white guy at a ball game to get into that you know vaping so whoever came up whoever madman came up with vaping has just completely beaten some uh, big tobacco at their own game but uh, i could imagine that after a certain point they're going to get smart and say we need to co-opt this like we need to we have all the money that we have so we should go in there and look like this is some organic small thing based on you know right. based on a billion little balkanized companies and you know we should like essentially eat this alive take it on over and make this our own and i was going to say the kid thing i mean this is a concern for people and it's also a big concern in legalized marijuana with edibles but you know you go and you look i went into this vape shop by the way shout out it's called Gone with the Smoke on Geary Street in the Tenderloin in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And uh, people there were very friendly, very patient. It's a nice little place worth visiting. Anyway, uh, you know, they have all these little tinctures and liquids on a shelf. And half of them have very kid-friendly flavors. Bubble gum, you know, fruit punch. Fruit, fruit punch, yeah. Yeah, freaking, you know, chocolate. So that's a concern is like, is this luring children in? If that's the new realm, fine. Like, if we can't destroy these people, better that they do something that, by all indications, isn't as bad for people. Uh, certainly doesn't seem to have as many, you know, uh, secondhand smoke problems. Because, you know, it's it, it's not going to make your childhood house look like a, a, a freaking, you know, possum's uh, den. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I, 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 until we discover the evidence, yes, that... Vaping is 10 times worse for you than cigarettes and liquefies your spleen. Uh, the world, I think, will be a better place if everyone who smokes cigarettes vapes instead. Young Noah Tarno, please put away yeah. your Shopkins for a minute and tell me <laughs> if you're interested in e-cigarettes. In e do you like this as uh, a kid? Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. Um, you know, I didn't, that pack a month, I was in my 20s. Probably in college, I smoked a total of five cigarettes, uh, probably the same in high school. But I remember liking it and always like fantasizing about doing it, but I was too much of a goody-goody to really do it. Um, so... I wouldn't have. I think I might have done this because I would have fooled myself into saying it's better for you. It's also more, sur you could do it more surreptitiously, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, the sure. smoke doesn't leave an odor. Your clothes don't smell of cigarettes and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I can imagine a scenario when 10th grade after I had moved and I was bored out of my fucking skull and I'd go down to the video arcade at the mall every three days. I can imagine a scenario going next door to the arcade, buying a vape pen, buying a liquid, and then every time I'm at the video arcade, you know, sucking on my vape pen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. T to feel like a big shot. 
What about you? I would have experimented with it once because I um, the only times in my life, you know, when I uh, when I started experimenting with alcohol, I guess I was about 16 years old is when I started drinking beer. And then that same summer, I tried vodka or whatever for the first time. But I also uh, smoked a few cigarettes that summer as an experiment. I tried the, the one time, well, I should say the one of two times I tried pot, that was it. So yeah, if you went back to, I'd say 1990, 1991, I would have... Um, yeah, I would, have, I would have definitely given this thing a whirl. I, I wouldn't have stuck with it. I would have just done it out of the, the sense of, like, this is a rite of passage. This is a Joseph Campbell uh, hero arc. This is one of the little steps along the way I need to do. <laughs> but it, I would not have become a smoker by any stretch. It just right, would, right. would have been something I did as an experience to say I did, check it off the list and move on, which yeah. is what cigarettes were. I never, inten- you know, I never intended on becoming a smoker. Uh, so I would have yeah. done it stri- strictly as the, as the ride. That's all. I'd probably be halfway between you and actually, I don't think I'd make a big habit out of it, but yeah, I think I would have, like I said, go down to the arcade, do it a little and that's it. Um, not really made a culture and a habit about it. And man, people are into this stuff. There's magazines about vaping. I'm sure there's 8 billion Reddit forums. Yeah, I mean, sure. that I don't, that I don't understand. And I, there's no universe in which I'm engaged with that. I assume there aren't people who their lives center on vaping. But I wonder, like, who's reading these magazines? I mean, look, maybe it's a science-y thing. Maybe you're fascinated with the process of, like, how the the liquid is vaporized and all that. And I can kind of admire that. And I'm talking out of my ass here because it's not like I've read these magazines or gone to the, these Reddit forums. But, you know, maybe it's 10 minutes a day for each of these people. In that case, like, I can't I'm still wondering, that. what the hell's a magazine? What are you even talking about? Is vaping a sign of the apocalypse? Will mm. vaping usher in the four horsemen? What do you say, Bill? I like your little conspiracy theory that perhaps Big Tobacco will find a way to make this a uh, you know a completely uh, fake-looking simulacra of a ground-up product base and, and sort of counterculture thing. Unless that happens, then no. That's not a sign of the apocalypse. It's just some little fad that has become democratic amongst people where a lot of like little micro independent businessmen are are making money in small ways and some larger ones obviously are but it'll come back down to the ground and you'll find out what the long-term prospects of vaping are but again just from a family full of smokers man if you can get people to not have a lighter in their pocket in a form of combustion that's going to give them a congestive heart failure then uh, I'm into it. I mean, if, again, if it winds up being worse, then we'll we'll revisit this topic. But for right, right now, this sounds like a panacea for something that is, to me, very insidious and something I've just felt like was a foulness that's been in my life for a long time. Other people smoking. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you're right. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as panacea, partly because the 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 science is still not confirmed. Yeah. But yeah. It, again, all indications are that it's better for you. And frankly, like I said before, even if it is co-opted by big tobacco uh, and it becomes their main line of work, it's better than what we got now because it doesn't have the combustion. I mean, I do, you're right, it'll come down to earth and we'll see the long-term prospects, but I can't imagine a world where this is smoking, where cigarettes are like pipes, where cigarettes is just something weird old guys do. 
And this is and, George Jetson's smoking. Yeah, or like in, in Watchmen, how Laurie... Everyone smokes these little weird futuristic smoker things, right? Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that smoking in, in their version of 1985. Panacea implies to me that the world is a better place because of it. I mean, okay. maybe it's better relatively. Um, if there isn't so many secondhand smoking problems, if it doesn't... I mean, my God, if we if we as a society make a serious dent in smoking-related fatalities, which I think in the United States at least we have, right? I mean, because smoking is a lot less common than it used to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll it'll catch up because it's kids are the ones who aren't smoking. And so, you know, the yield right. will be in 35 or 40 years when, when those right. people age. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I mean of course, there's no it, safeguards on public health anymore. So something right. else well, will come that. and kill yeah. them. Yeah, well, hey, you should have worked harder. Um, <laughs> Smoke my last cigarette, sad and dead for a while. Thought of your face and that brought me a smile. Before I get into the last question, Noah Tarno, uh, is your yeah. dislike of this based in jealousy? Because I don't think we're going down an easy explanation here. What I would like to do is give you a little bit of value-added content before oh. we move into it. Love and this is, this is courtesy. This is an idea uh, floated to us by a friend of the show, Wendy Mays, who does her own podcast, Pet Cinematary. Uh, she really, really, really wanted some uh, pun names because, as everybody knows, the, the vape shops is an opportunity for signage that uh, is absolutely some of those grown-worthy jokes. And so I have a list here I've compiled. I'm not going to take awesome. up too much time. Some awesome. of these are real, and I think some of these are just conjecture. I don't know which are which, but let's go down. Okay, so um, there's Planet of the Vapes, which I think may actually be a real. I think that's a real, uh, real, a real shot. <laughs> uh, all right, these guys are all potheads. They have to be. Definitely, but they're clever potheads. Pod and I sent you this. I sent you this one by text yesterday. It's a British shop called Electrofag. So again, you you can do that here. There's Darth Vapor, Kick. Oh kick my God, Ash, Master Vapors. All right, this yeah, one I know is not real. Serial Vapist, but we can just could always always uh, dream. Oh God, that's awful. It's pretty bad. It's pretty. I didn't How do you it up. call your bank and tell them your company name when it's called Serial Vapist? All right, moving on. Ohm Town Vapor, OHM, as in the measure of uh, uh, voltage, I believe, or electric power. That one, that's a little more conceptual. Spacen Vapors, that's a good one. (laughs) I like that, yeah. There's Tudors, not like the family, but uh, like, you know, like Hooters. It's a a pun on Hooters. On Toot? T-O-O-T? Yes, exactly, not T-E-D-O-R. But isn't isn't that snorting coke? Not snorting coke, um, snorting yeah, heroin. Is I don't know. If that, I, I guess so. I guess you could be right. Look, I didn't think this out. I'm just writing the All list right. down. Uh, there's higher ground, which is probably also the name of a head shop. You know, uh, that's 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 the name of a coffee chain somewhere. Higher ground somewhere. This Something this like one I like. Th- this next one is a little a little more uh, obscure. Clouds at last. <laughs> that's see, I like that. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, that's yeah. Good. Uh, Vape Crusader. Uh, vapes of wrath. <laughs> I don't know wrath. Like it makes me think everyone there is going to be an asshole. But. All right. Th- speaking of assholes, this is this was probably my favorite. Boondock vapes. Uh, man, I just have such a sore spot about that movie. Wait, wait. They're they're playing off the movie Boondock Saints. Yes, exactly. We're really scraping. We're scraping the bowl of resin with that one. Uh, okay. They're doing it, man. Bong hits. So yeah. they're cl- clear and present vapor, which is actually. <laughs> 
Uh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Because I think it gets into like, oh, it's better for you. It's clear. It's vapor. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a literal component to it. Yeah. Uh, vaping saddles, which self-explanatory. Yeah. For that, that, vaping doesn't sound enough like blazing to make that work. All right. Okay. Yeah. Smoke and saddles, some... like, what are, like, is this like what we're smoking while we're riding horses? Fuck All that. Right. That name sucks. All right, go ahead. Uh, smokeless in Seattle. If, uh, if that place isn't in Seattle, it's pretty funny. All right. Here's one for the Fab Four. Ready? Vaporback yeah. Rider. <laughs> that, but is that a coffee shop where, like, people are writing on their laptops? All right, here's one for Florida when it eventually comes around. Vape Canaveral. <laughs> All right, here's one that looks like it's in a place with bad water supply. Vape Worms. Ah, oh, it's awful. Severus yeah. Vape. <laughs> and you take or leave this next one, but if you're a big, if you're a big Bloomsday fan, the last one I have is Finnegan's Vape. <laughs> That's all right. I like that. That one's all right, yeah. Uh, anyway. That is a long-winded list of uh, a long way to say my I do I have neither uh, dislike nor jealousy for it. It is a to me a valueless thing, and I, I could see some benefit from it, but it literally has nothing to do with my life uh, for good or for ill. So I don't I don't I don't trip over this subject at all the way I maybe did with the tuna thing from last week. So I'm not jealous. I mean, I don't dislike it, and there's no jealousy. I mean, smoking is something that I've certainly never felt jealous of. I mean. I don't know if this is jealousy. The one, you know, bone to pick with smoking that I have, which certainly applies to vaping, is the idea that it's the sign of rebellion. For the most part, it's not rebellion, you know? And that applies more to big tobacco. Like, yeah, I'm a rebel, man. No one can control me. And you're like buying Marlboros from like, not, I know not Dow Chemical, but like you're the biggest corporate tool ever if you're buying like Marlboro Lights, right? Yeah. Yeah, and just yeah. that these guys think that makes them a rebel. We're getting to a point with vaping where, as it gets more and more popular, if if you think you're an iconoclast because you buy into this thing, you're undermining your own argument. I wish that vaping looked as cool as smoking because that's another. Yeah, see, it, uh, it does not. It does not. It look does as not. Cool. That, is yeah. that is true. And I wish I, I looked as I wish I looked as cool when I smoked as smokers do as well. I I you never look as cool doing anything, Bill, as smokers do. Look, I don't look. Yeah, as, I don't look as cool anyway for any There's, reason. There's the onion headline, secondhand smoking leads to secondhand coolness. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Do you remember the Yul Brynner anti-smoking ads? Those are sort of classic. No! What did he say? You don't remember that? No. The, he, they, re, they came up posthumously. It was just very quick. It's like, it's on YouTube if you look. It's, oh, it's, yeah. He oh, goes, he, he died of, uh, did he die of lung, lung cancer? cancer? It was just, don't smoke. I'm dead now, so don't smoke. That's all oh, he said. Oh, I've heard and, of that. Wow, that's hard. Yeah, they're, well, on, you know, they're on YouTube. Kid, kids really, in the 80s, when Yul Brenner died, kids really idolized Yul Brenner. Like, he they was... Took- he was the biggest star among children in the 80s. So. I, think that, uh, I think that brings us into I the I think end that of this. does it for us. We've yes. expended, like a cloud of uh, vapor in the sky, this has dissipated. And we find ourselves at the end of yet another podcast. So yes, yes. If us. you guys... Would like to find past episodes? Look on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. I swear we'll get back to you. Write to us at Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com and visit I Don't Get It podcast. Go on iTunes and give us that review because we're catching Please. up with them. I, sh- I shared the most recent draft of them with Noah. He, we, we were a little, uh, we were a little, uh, but end of the year tear to our eye seeing, seeing the love of people. Yeah, people, people I, are digging I, it. People are digging it. They are. And I'm on Twitter every freaking day, at William Scurry. Uh, my YouTube channel is AM Caesar. Uh, I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com, corporate and private quiz events nationwide, blah, 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 blah. 
making making plans for 18. We might have some fun announcements in the not-so-distant future. But if you don't want to hire us for corporate and private events, um, we we tweet out trivia questions a lot at Big Quiz Thing, and we have a weekly trivia email and all that good stuff. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Noah Tarno. Uh, my karaoke marathon for 2017 was successful. I sang 400 songs to raise money for the ACLU. Thank you, Bill, as one yeah. of the people who gave money. I think and, that, uh, yeah, let, let's let, make sure people know that because we put that up on social media, yes. but let's report the findings. He did it. He hit 400 on what, on yeah. the 30th? On the 29th. 29th. 29th the 29th, yeah. 400 yep. songs, exactly. Uh, this year, I'm not keeping track. I'm joking that I'm going to hit 4,000 this year. But <laughs> considering today is the fifth and I'm only one song in, I don't think uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's our, the year I've already failed. Five I've already days. failed. You're gonna have to do but, 13 of them tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going out tonight. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, but at Noah Tarno, fun stuff, political opinions, goofy links. Uh, you can guess what my political opinions are. So if that offends you, don't follow yeah. me, and you know I don't care. All right. So there we are. Take an inhale and breathe out. And until next time, I don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2018.